And speaking of Tzahal, we're in the Nefesh Benefesh headquarters, as, of course, where our temporary studio is here in Jerusalem for now until it becomes a permanent studio, please God. And that we were told that parents of lone soldiers are in the building. That's what we were told. Our crack staff, with the assistance of the Nefesh Benefesh staff, went and sought out one of the parents of the lone soldiers who are here. And it turns out to be somebody who I know for quite a while. Galia Libin is here in our temporary studio at Nefesh Benefesh in Jerusalem. A pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you so much, Nachum. Pretty amazing that, that we know each other as long as we do, and we, we reunite here in the Holy City. You're here visiting Eitan. I am. And first of all, but let's do this on a more broad scale. What is, the, I mean, we know that Operation Hug is one that's bringing parents who are in the diaspora and lone soldiers together. Tell me about this program. Not, not what happened today, but just when you were first informed that this program even exists and they're able to make this opportunity available to you. So I found out about it from a bunch of other lone soldier parents in Boca Raton, Florida, where I live. I applied right away. Um, and they were so inundated with applications that they had to process them only within two weeks of when you wanted to leave. Yeah. Um, so I kept following up and following up. And when it hit that 14-day mark, I emailed again. And within a day, they connected me with their travel agent, and she was super helpful, and she arranged the flights for me. Pretty and here I am. Unbelievable. Eitan is in an area of uh, the Army that um, affords you the opportunity to visit, or this is a rarity, like it just... He, he was able to get out for a few hours or a day or two in order to make this happen. So I actually have not seen him yet. Oh, wow. Um, when did you get here? I arrived yesterday. Wow. Um, have they told you when you will see him? Um, no, they really? have not. Um, I do think it might happen later today. Wow. Um, I usually just get to see him. We don't get to spend many days together. It's sort of short bursts right. of time. So this could be a day or two? Um, I do think that I will probably see him before Shabbat. Right. Wow. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And um, the the whole, I mean, look, we know about Nefesh Benefesh and that they took this on <clears throat> as a really important aspect of trying to bring families together during the war. But how, how meaningful is this? I mean, the fact that, that you're here now, as opposed to being thousands of miles away and worrying about your son without the ability to see him up close and personal. Okay. So I'm still worried, even though I'm here. <laughs> um, it is just such an unbelievable thing, though. It's such an unbelievable program. I spent the morning with other parents of lone soldiers. What and happened just, in this building today? Oh, my goodness. I had no idea what to expect when I walked in. They had a beautiful morning planned, every detail down to the last drop. I met parents from all over the world whose sons and daughters have come to Israel to fight for their country. And across the board, we all feel the same way. Our children are so motivated. They're so ideologically driven. They're not scared. They believe this is their destiny. They believe that they're doing their calling. They believe that they're doing the work for greater Am Yisrael. And it was just inspiring to be among other parents because as much as you get, you get nice, caring words from other people, nobody can understand what you're going through like other parents who are in the same situation. Uh, that I'm sure of. 
How many do you think were there today? So there was actually not that many people. They said that about 15 parents had to cancel at the last minute because they found out their sons were getting a break oh. from, from fighting good, on the front lines. Good, and good obviously, reason. you know, they had to grab that opportunity. A uh, good reason to have to, uh, to, have to cancel. Mm-hmm. In addition to the get-together and meeting people from around the world, which is unique to the IDF, I believe, um, I, I was told that there are actual professionals who gave some type of I don't know, support group or some type of direction in terms of being a parent of a lone soldier? Yes, so there was um, a woman, Karen, I didn't catch her last name. She was Uh very, very helpful. She gave us some coping tips for managing our own personal worries and stress and anxiety surrounding having children on the front lines. Um, There was also a briefing from the the communications unit in in Sahal. It was just a great morning. How old is Eitan? Eitan is 21 years old. Um, he, you know, was born and raised in the five towns, grew up like any other American kid, went to Camp Moshava. And, <laughs> We're blaming um, them? <laughs> no, no, no. I give them credit. Um, and, you know, from the moment that he, he knew he was coming to Israel for his year in Israel, he knew he was staying, he was joining the army, he was making Aliyah. He is very driven, very motivated. Someone you know well once said to me when I congratulated him that his son made Aliyah, he said to me, he, he looked at me as if he was, you know, not 100% thrilled with it. So I said, you know, you're not accepting my Mazel Tov wish? So he says to me, well, we sent them to the right schools. We went to all the rallies, demonstrations, parades, etc. I wanted him to be a Zionist, but not this much of a Zionist, that he's actually in the army now. You know, anyway. I always say that Eitan is living my dream because... I always wanted to join the army. Um, had Nefesh Benefesh been around back then, I probably would have. But I had to wait one more generation. But what's, what, what, you're, what you're describing about the incredible um, devotion that they have to this mission is what's so remarkable. You talk about living the dream. They would tell us, including your son, that they're, that they're in the ultimate dream now that they actually get to go and fight and defend the land of Israel, the state of Israel, and Jewish people around the world. And that to us, at least to me, is unfathomable when you're putting your life on the line in order to do that. This is true, though. It's absolutely true. This is what he was made for, he, and he believes this is what he was made for. Amazing. Absolutely incredible. A lot of lone uh, soldier parents in your area of Florida or not? So, yes, there are in Boca Raton. Um, so there's a support actually group a lot. just naturally. We have there. a whole Mothers of Lone Soldiers group that we get together very frequently to just, you know, let out, let off steam. Um, as well, um, Boca Raton Synagogue has a whole group right. of IDF parents. Um, the Did whole it- community is very, very pro-Israel. Did Eitan ask you to bring anything specific? Because I have been inundated with requests over the last couple of weeks to bring certain people here in Israel to uh, different items. Was there anything specific that he wanted from the States? So actually, no. There's <laughs> been so many people coming and going that this was, of all the trips that I've come here, this was probably the least. Uh, I- Interesting. So people can get yes. by without asking for anything oh. from the USA, huh? I think is that there are so many people bringing stuff and helping that that he's just inundated with everything he could possibly think of yeah no i hear that 100 percent um what can i say uh please tell him to stay safe from us wonderful reuniting with you in this forum and boy are you proud to be the mother of a of a soldier of the idf beyond proud beyond proud galia libin everybody really representing a whole group of people here today who are visiting from around the world to see their children who are serving in the israeli army thank you galia thank you so much a real pleasure 
JM and the AM on this Wednesday morning broadcast, live from Nefesh Benefesh.